Welcome to the All Things Blues and Southern Rock Podcast. A Southern storm of bold, liberating rock, shot through with blues, soul, and gospel. And now, your hosts for the show, Brian Jones and Jason Johannes. Welcome to uh, another episode, the 99th episode of the All Things Blues and Southern Rock Podcast. And uh, Jason is here with me. And what's going on, Jason? Well, this is a special occasion. I'm calling in from Florida on vacation, Brian, because we wanted to get this one done and just kind of have a special episode where you and I just chat because everybody loves when we talk. (laughs) So usually I'd ask, you know, when we get into the like, you know, introduction of the guest who our guest is, but it's just us. But the thing is, is like this happened organically because we've got a young man to scold (laughs) (laughs) twice. (laughs) So this idea just came up, you know, Hey, let's just do this thing. We'll do the 99th. It'll be special because we don't have a guest. Yeah. So, right. um, yeah. So what are we talking about? We're talking about, uh, let's talk I- about shows we're going to see Brian and you and I, I've been sending you some really good stuff and posting you really good stuff about things that are coming to Fargo, AKA Fargo rock city. So what is coming your way? And that reminds me, we got to get a hold of Chuck Klosterman as well. <laughs> But, uh, I, anyway, I send a note to his management. I'm waiting to hear back from this PR company. Uh, you know, well, he is from Weimar, North Dakota, but I think he went to school in Fargo. Um, so what's well, going on? What's Fargo going on? Shows wise, you could knock me over yes. with a feather because thankfully, uh, thank, thanks to uh, Jade Presents, which is a big entertainment production company up here. And also um, uh, Fargo Brewing Company, which is just a... Uh, local brewery and restaurant pub and uh they've got outdoor shows they got indoor shows um and i see the news blackberry smoke is coming to fargo at the fargo brewing company and i'm like seeing this and it was like (laughs) i saw it the other night and then like my dog she like she's like familiar with facial expressions i'm like and she's like (laughs) just like she did right now um so that is very cool. That is very, very cool. I, I couldn't be more happy in it. Uh, my hope is picking up for uh, music, cool music, cool bands coming here because in the past I'm going to guilty of like, Oh, North Dakota sucks, man. But it, you know, there is some culture here in Fargo, the biggest city in North Dakota, especially downtown. Um, so other people know about Blackberry smoke. And then what happens the day the next day, uh, and that show is uh, August 11th. And then so like literally about two weeks later, August 27th, Dirty Honey Dirty Honey is also coming to the Fargo Brewing Company. And I'm just like, holy crap, this is like way too awesome. It's just cool. I mean, it's it's like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm going to, I've already like, I'm in contact with uh, Jake <laughs> Presents to try to get someone from them on and someone from Fargo uh, Brewing Company because uh, it just it's cool someone else gets it man you know and I knew there had to be somebody else well you know you've talked about Fargo and not being great a lot of times for music and I'm just so happy to see these shows that are coming through there and that are going to be local to you so tell me about this Fargo Brewing Company are they are they do they have an outdoor stage what are they going to do for these shows no see like well I've never been to a show there um, I know they have like shows indoor which I've never been to either um and i'm not quite sure where they set the stage up in there it's kind of it's kind of like a a a garage motif with like like what used to be like garage doors that now aren't garage doors but um uh so i looked we were looking at the seating chart my wife and i and it's going to be in the the parking lot which apparently holds like a thousand to fifteen hundred people so i figured it's probably going to be about the same size crowd that was in Las Vegas, if, if not, if not more, I mean, there's little places like that here and there. I mean, if you've ever seen any pictures of Stir Cove from uh, Council Bluffs, Iowa, it's with Harris Casino, I believe um, that's a little small, little tiny little amphitheater. So um, yeah, there's a section off the parking lot and there you go. There's a, uh, there's your crowd. So both Dirty Honey and Blackberry Smoke. So I think when you see Dirty Honey live, they're going to win you over a little bit more. I know you've been coming around to them, but yeah. I think you're going to dig them. You know, and the whole thing about that, and I'll say this, you know, about Greta Van Fleet too, and I've, in the past, I've been guilty of, you know, 
you know, kind of, you know, criticizing both those guys. But what I know it's more about is like along with them, I wanted like, hey, let's how come the Georgia Thunderbolts get don't get the same amount of attention? How come like them dirty roses doesn't get the same amount of attention? So it's like everybody knows about them, but I feel like people need to know more about you know other bands as well, along with the, along with uh, Dirty Honey and and Greta Van Fleet. Um, but the thing that is so true that people keep pointing out is like, hey, these young rock bands, if people they get people's attention, and all of a sudden they might you know take a listen to what you know what the band is listening to, who they're friends with. Like for example, uh, there is a podcast called The Hook Rocks, and we're mm-hmm. gonna have. Jay Scott, the host on at some point. And uh, he had a podcast with John from Dirty Honey at the same time in the same episode with Tyler from yeah. uh, Goodbye June. So yep. right there, if somebody is like goes with them, goes to a Dirty Honey show or reads an interview with Dirty Honey, I'll say, okay, hey, Goodbye June. So there's a connection. So if it opens people's eyes to these other bands that, that we push and promote, that can only be a good thing. And absolutely. And, and all the, here's the thing that I'll say about um, Greta Van Fleet. And it, it's not so, it's not them. It's not so much of them. It's just people in layman terms going, they sound like Zeppelin, they sound like Zeppelin. And so I hope that doesn't paint the band into a corner. You know, and it was the same thing when the Crows came out. Oh, they, they sound like the Stones. They sound like the Stones. Yeah. They sound like the Stones. And then as the albums progressed, people dropped off because like, what? that's not Shake Your Money Part 2, 3, 4, you know? So I, I just think it's it's more the people that have hyped the fact that they, you know, they're reminiscent of Zeppelin. So it's more right. the people like, like, come on, like, just let them be, let them do their thing, let them do make their music and, and don't ruin it with, you know, them always having to live up to you know, your Zeppelin comparisons. So yeah, for sure. So I've got Dirty Honey coming out to Cleveland House of Blues with Dorothy, who I just, you know, I just saw with with our buddies in Joyous Wolf and Classless Act. So I'm gonna see if I can't get up to see that show. That should be pretty, pretty darn good. And then um in no in July, I'm gonna see Tom Kiefer, LA Guns and Faster Pussycat. Right on. And then, one of the faster pussycat guitars plays guitar. He's Dorothy's guitarist. Um, oh, is he? He does both. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sam, Sam um, Bam Colton. That's correct. And he would be a great person to get on the show. Maybe sure. they get this tour done or, or through the tour. And, uh, you know, Ace wants to come back on. So we'll hopefully figure out a, a spot during his tour to get on and tell us what's going on with LA guns and Cinderella and all those guys. Um, so, uh, I was going to say, you know, if I could remember what I was going to say, <laughs> um, but uh, let's just talk about, I saw the Blackstone Cherry show. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, we're getting old. Anyway, uh, I saw Blackstone Cherry at, uh, at uh, um, Blue Stem Amphitheater in Moorhead, and it was just a great show. Those guys are so energetic. You know, I finally got to see Steve Jewell playing bass and he's up there running around like crazy. And Ben Wells is running around like crazy and, John Fred Young is, you know, shredding some lumber and Chris Robertson can sing only like Chris Robertson can sing and playing guitar and playing solos. And, and that band is just firecracker energy. So I'm really looking forward to the next time I get to see those guys. It'll be pretty sweet. Did they mix it up a little bit from all their albums or they play a lot of the most recent material? <sighs> no, they're only they only play it again is the only song they played off the human condition. So they got a little bit, little bit of uh, something off every record. That's great. How long was the show? Oh, it must have been an hour and 15, maybe. Okay. So They are coming to Columbus this summer, but I think they're with Hailstorm and Stone Temple Pilots, if, if I believe. See, Stone Temple Pilots were supposed to play, but somebody in their crew came down with COVID, so they had to oh. cancel. So that's why Blackstone Cherry got to play a little bit longer. And so... It was very was, very was Lizzie Hale on that? Was Hailstorm on that supporting? Um, well, they were headlining. Oh, they were headlining. So yeah. t- tell me about that show. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> hey, you fell. Jason has fallen and he can't get up. Okay. I'm doing this through my phone and my, my iPod and my <laughs> ear pods, and then it fell again. I'm trying to get it to sit up on a desk and it won't stay. There we go. I just can't touch the desk. Don't touch the desk. 
all right, people are going to go, what the? F-? Um, so yeah, I am a big fan of Blackstone Cherry and I, I'm familiar with Hailstorm and I, you know, I didn't stay to watch that. Okay, I know they're a great band. Enough. I know they're a great band, but they're just, I didn't, I don't, you know, there's something about being at shows where I only know two or three songs. It's like, you know, um, but you have a long drive too. So I get that. I have a long drive. <laughs> you had a long drive, didn't you? The get to that show. Moorhead? No, it's just across yeah. the river, man. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I was thinking it was a couple-hour run. So Yeah, no. So, I apologize for not seeing Hailstorm. Uh, maybe another time. Um, yeah, but you know what? We're all things blues and southern rock. We're right. not all things heavy metal. And Yeah. Fair but, enough. Uh, Although, she does. Lizzie Hale does have a reverence for, like, Cinderella and some of the mm-hmm. other people and things that we like. So, I, I do respect that quite a bit. Right. So that reminds me of what I was going to say. Now, Dorothy, I've listened to a couple songs and I was so uh, impressed with this kind of blues based, almost kind of Southern rock kind of sound. Now I haven't, I'm going to admit, I haven't listened to a lot of the rest of her stuff. So I don't know uh, what the rest of it sounds like. What, what did you, what did you think of her show? Or you haven't seen her right. yet? Or no, I saw her. I you saw did her see her. Sorry. Class, yep. Classless act and Joyous Wolf and Tori. No, it was good. So her old album, the album before the one she just released, is definitely a little bit more retro rocky. Like her mm-hmm. biggest hit uh, is Flawless. It definitely has that Southern Rocky Joan Jett type of thing going on. Her new album is much more mainstream rock, probably not quite as heavy as Hailstorm, but it was still really good. Uh, she put on a show, um, you know, good showmanship, good stuff. I'm glad to see her live, but you know, I enjoyed Joyous Wolf and I was super blown away by Classless Act, which we talked mm-hmm. about a little bit especially when they pulled out a gnr cover of civil war okay, uh, really right. good you know and those guys are going out to support crew uh def leppard and um uh is it crew def leppard who's with them joan jet poison, joan jet crew poison. Def there we go but no it was a good show and if you get a, i mean if dirty honey is dirty honey playing with dorothy in fargo or just or, d- d- dirty honey playing uh just dirty honey as far as i know right now okay all right. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a bunch of tour dates on there with different people supporting. So she would, you know, that would be good to see for her, but you know, I would call her more modern rock than, than Southern rock for sure. Mm-hmm. Anything else coming, anything else coming your way to Fargo well, this summer? Tedeschi Trucks is coming to uh, Blue Stem Amphitheater September 3rd. Nice. They're coming to Dayton. Uh, at the Rose Music Center in July or August. I'm going to go with my band members. We're going to check them out. I love to watch those guys cool. live. It's such a great live act. Awesome. Yeah, and I'll then, probably go. Um, J.D. Simo is coming to Fort Wayne, Indiana at the Sweetwater Pavilion. I'd love to see him. He's come through Columbus two different times, and each time he's come through Columbus, I've been busy with something, and it's been driving me crazy. I want to see him live. So I may take the trek up to Fort Wayne. Um, so, But yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. No, you go. Well, I no, got, you go. <laughs> and you're, you go. So I've got Tedeschi Trucks still on the record. Uh, this September, Blackberry Smoke is coming back through Columbus, even though I missed the makeup date uh, this week being on vacation when I originally had was supposed to see him in April. Um, Marcus King Band is coming in September. I saw those guys, or Marcus King. I saw the Marcus King Band a few years ago, pre-COVID. When they were just getting going at a club, it was incredible. And I am definitely going to see them um, in Columbus when they come through. So I got Tedeschi Trucks. I got Marcus King. I have Blackberry Smoke. I maybe have J.D. Simo. I have L.A. Guns, Kiefer, and uh, Faster Pussycat, all still on my slate of shows to see this summer. So speaking of J.D. Simo, is the Elvis movie out yet or is it coming out? It is coming out. I think that's coming out in July, if I'm not mistaken, maybe around the 4th of July weekend. And J.D. Simo told us a long time ago that he helped write some of the music, uh, soundtrack music for that. He got hired by whoever production company to write some original material. And that movie looks insane. I'm going to have to see it. And Tom Hanks plays uh, Colonel Parker. Colonel Parker. Yes. Did you think they're going to play him up like to be a bad guy? What do you think? I don't know. I mean, that's what I've heard about him. So, but Tom Hanks is playing the role, and he very seldomly plays bad people. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, got to keep that, kind of that weird, right? sweetheart thing. Yeah. But if they wanted to be a true biopic, then they've got to. I don't mm-hmm. know. 
looks cool. Like we we need we need to have JD back on a little bit, maybe closer to the, the movie to come on. And, and I know I know he would. He's just a, and it's been too long since we've chatted with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's one of my he's so one of my favorite interviews ever. You know, we didn't know what to go in, and he came in and was just a home run from 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 the get go, like <laughs> beginning to end. Man, he just story after story. So our friend Leilani Kilgore has got a single coming up on the 21st, yeah. I believe. Uh, she's got the single is out and the music video is coming up June 21st. The official music video. Uh, definitely check it out. You know, she's a she's a good friend of ours. Um, I saw her play live last month at a little club outside of Dayton. Just incredible, man. She is a for real, legit, crazy guitarist, man. And she can sing um her band is awesome but yeah like she's got a new single coming out on 21st or new single big music video i think we're going to have her on to talk a little bit about the right. making the music video and the release of and everything else that's kind of going on with her yeah yeah um she you know she's rock guitar she's a little bit of blues kind of feel in that uh covers a lot of ground and yeah we'll definitely have her on to talk about the single and whatever else comes up for that matter. So that'll be really cool. Um, and she definitely plays more blues, Brian, like her live stuff is definitely way more blues than rock. And that's mm-hmm. definitely a direction she wants to go. I know the first two singles that she's released so far have been a little bit more mainstream rock with blues. I, I think that's probably just, again, most people, but her, her live show is blues. Right. 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 Yeah. Very, very cool. Very cool. Um, what else has been going on? Um, um, uh, let's see. Playing, they just uh, did some recording down in uh, Muscle Shoals, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, their record coming out. And I'm getting old, man. I'm tired of my memory just like lapsing <laughs> on me. Who are you talking about? Who just recorded Muscle? We Shoals? are talking about. Um, Oh, before we get to that, whatever, we'll talk about some other stuff. <laughs> it's like listeners going, dude, fuck, they're tuning out. What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> anyway, there's a gig coming up with Stone Harvest playing with their friends Still Dixie at Chestnut Station in Gadsden, Alabama on June 10th. That would be this Friday. Um, uh, that should be a great show. Did you see this? Um, Katie Chatton Dorton up this video and uh a song co-written by zach williams creed slater robbie ringsby red dorton and josh copeland i believe that would be greasy tree that's greasy tree yeah on really song coming up uh on june 18th our friend uh from the virgil kane band he sent us a uh this update on the show coming up I want the guitar from Jimmy Page's guitar that he brought bought from uh, that he bought from Joe Walsh. I know, man, that is crazy. You posted that on our Facebook page today, and and like hit you know link hit me up or whatever you do on that. I just that is amazing. That is that that was like his number one for a long time. I think. Yeah, that's incredible. That is incredible. I wonder how much you paid for that. So my memory's coming back around, and it's Redbeard. Uh, they're out of Spain. Oh, Redbeard. Yeah, that they uh, didn't. Mike Ross tell us about Redbeard. Somebody or 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 Dave O'Grady's. One of those two guys. Told one of them Redbeard. did. Yeah, yeah. And Redbeard uh, cut some music at Fame, I believe. So we'll look forward to when that all comes out. Um, it reminded me of, of Redbeard. Robert John and the Wreck just announced the U.S. tour. Did you see that? Yeah, and they're starting in Wausau, Wisconsin, but it's like a, at a it's at a blues fest in Wausau, the Big Big Bull Blues Festival. They're not coming anywhere near me, at least like within five or six hours, which is unfortunate. Like ever seeing a lot of people skip Columbus right now, and get, or Columbus, Ohio, and I'm getting a little disappointed by that. Even though we do have some good shows, but some some of these bands I want to see in our orbit have not been able to make it. And it's our friend Mark Howley who sings and plays harmonica for Virgil Kane that will be at that Rock in the Park show. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, I mean, you're going to go check them out? 
Uh, well, no, this is probably near Duluth somewhere. Okay. Well, he's a Minnesota guy, isn't he? He's yeah. not a North Dakota guy. That's right. Right. That's right. He was way. He was a cool dude, man. I really enjoyed talking to him. Hey, speaking of which, let me ask you a question. Sure. Who's surprised you the most in terms of you enjoying the conversation for a guest? Like you didn't necessarily have any expectations. They got on. You're like, oh my god. Well, one was we, incredible. One we were just talking about is JD Simo. Like I right. had no idea who he was, and all of a sudden, after we talked to him, I was like, what just happened? <laughs> what just happened that, that guy's amazing yeah really cool i mean i could name just about anybody i mean uh smoke and crow was really cool i didn't know what to expect from those guys um how about you i think going with jd simo is like i was familiar with his music because uh, i had some stuff from his old band simo uh didn't know a whole heck of a lot about him and then he came on and just like wowed my socks off I just, it was just, it was a surreal experience and just a cool dude. I'll tell you what, the first time we spoke to Greg Martin too, I didn't know what to expect. Guy had been around long. <laughs> Absolutely. Had, like, I think that might've been our longest podcast. I think that was like two and a half hours, like, just because like, it was just one good conversation after another. And I was like, man, that was just, what an incredible guy. Uh Reverly was great. What we're going to do now is like I'm scrolling back through episodes and just whatever, whatever uh, catches my attention. Uh, it was great talking to Michelle and Olivia Williams with Power and Sound Revival. Um, did you get your poster? I did get my poster. So thank you to them. Those wonderful ladies, wonderful girls that look like sisters, but uh, Michelle is <laughs> Olivia's mom. Um, yeah, uh, just could be anybody. Could be just absolutely anybody. Sully Band, Duquesne, list goes on and on and on. I love that Duquesne record. That I still <laughs> that's I still pop that thing up. That is a real solid record for sure. And anybody that's listening, I'd say go out and go out and listen to it if you like Southern Rock because those dudes nailed it and they're cool. They were cool as shit too. So uh, we have obviously after this the 100th episode coming up which we have in the can. And that is with uh, Joe Winters, drummer from the Steepwater Band. He was the very first guest and uh, it was uh, great to talk to him. And you guys will enjoy hearing that after, you know, this week's show. <laughs> well, and you brought everything home too, right? He was your first guest and it was uh, great to have him on as a 100 guest, as he was calling in transit in Spain to another location. Um, so that's great. What else do we have coming up? We're going to do a, a cool episode with our friends from State of America, and hopefully Matt Wake is going to uh, facilitate the discussion if we can, you know, get him on. We know we love Matt. Matt's a great writer. We post his stuff all the time. He just had a great interview with Rich Robinson for AL. Yeah, man, Ryan. that was cool. What'd you think? He of only that? got twenty minutes. It was very good. He only got twenty minutes with him. I hit him up. Um, on the side and said, Hey, is there anything good that was left on the cutting room floor? He's like, no, pretty much everything's on there. I only got 20 minutes, but yeah. Um, they're going to go in the studio next year with uh, George Reculius. They, they have like about 20 songs at least and Rich is still riding. So great, man. Like, listen, get in there. Let's, let's see what they can pull out. I want to see a tour next year of them doing interchanging set lists or changing set lists every night. Right. Mm-hmm. maybe they can get tore blackberry smoke and then charlie can sit in some that would be cool i don't i that that, that would blow my mind if we for, get sure, that for sure so let me ask you what is, what was your expectations of coming onto the podcast and is that different than what it's been like or just man <laughs> um it was to not screw up what you had already started basically and make sure like i knew my place and fit in brian like because you know you asked me to come on. You've already been established 12, 13 episodes, which I listened to. Um, I just wanted to make sure I didn't slow you down. And I was <laughs> my, myself, I will say the first five or seven episodes, I tried to be very overly prepared with notes and things to talk about. And that's not necessarily what we do me. now. <laughs> now we do now, but I take cursory glances. I'll do a quick listen. And I like where you and I just, discovered the people in the music kind of together like mm-hmm. hey we don't know you know tell us all about you and i think that 
for me at least, that certainly works more in my personality and us just trying to keep this more of a casual conversation versus let's do a technical breakdown of why yeah. this song is in that order and what you know gear you're yeah. using. I, yeah. I, I think for you and me, that just makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think like it was like Gorman where I probably had the most notes, maybe Charlie Starr. Um, but it's it's been cool just to riff, just to like have no preparation and to just go in whatever direction. Well, you, you hit on real. important, but you it hit on something real. important too. Yeah, like established guys and particularly people that we really respect a lot, like Charlie Starr, Steve Gorman. I think we're gonna ha- you're gonna have more questions and you're gonna have to write more stuff down to try to, you know, to try to get some kind of a framework to stay in because there's so much stuff that you can ask. I think with these newer artists or, or lesser known artists, we're all learning about them together with our mm-hmm. audience, so it's just easier to hey, tell us how you got to where you are, and then you and I are able to answer questions on top of that. So that's actually a good point. The most notes I ever had was from Kevin Martin from Candlebox. Okay. You know, but I'm a huge Candlebox fan. Like, I love those guys. So, like, same thing for me is, like, I had a lot of stuff for Gorman and stuff for Charlie. But, like, Kevin, I just had a whole kind of directional way I wanted to take the interview. And that's probably the most professional, I would call it, interview I've done, in my opinion. (laughs) That's not really my style either. (laughs) Sure, for sure. But it was great. I mean, what did you – I mean, you weren't – you didn't know a ton about Candlebox. What did you think about that conversation with Kevin? What was cool about it, it was cool to have – uh, a non-Southern rock artist that's still a big fan of that kind of music. Yeah. Which that creates a whole nother kind of uh, theme or angle. You know, it doesn't always have to be a blues artist. It doesn't always have to be a Southern rock artist or blues based sounding <laughs> artist or your phone falling over again. Um, <laughs> the <stupid> desk, I'm <laughs> on. Falling phones and memory lapses is going to be like the, the, the title of this episode. That's, um, that's our side project. Falling phones yeah, and that's our band. That's our band. See, that's our band name. It was going to be uh, God Awful Racket, but now it's going to be Falling Phones and Memory that Lapses. That would be a great name for an album, to be honest with you. God Awful Racket? No, Falling Phones and Memory Lapses. So we're God Awful Racket and the album is Falling Phones yes. and Memory Lapses? And that can be, it sounds very much like a prog album, like a prog rock <laughs> album, like a concept album, doesn't it? Well, I mean, I'm going to have to play the backing tracks if you want some prog bass playing. <laughs> Falling phones and memory. That is a, that's, that's a cool line, man. I don't, we'll have to figure out how to work that in somewhere. So, so is there any new music, Brian, for you that you've heard recently that you're, you've dug new artists or just old stuff that you've fallen into? You know, I'm going to be honest with you lately. I, yeah, I, I think I've probably turned more into a music snob um, because it's just sort of, there's some bands that I just always am grabbing for, you know, and that's basically, you know, my lately my top seven that's always in some level of rotations, Blackberry, Smoke, Whiskey, Myers, the Steepwater Band, Mojo Thunder, Goodbye June, Blackstone Cherry, and the Georgia Thunderbolts. That's, that's love, in my car. Love, love. You know, man, always one of those seven is in my CD player. Always. I love car. that you're on the Goodbye June train. Every time I introduce that band to somebody, they love them. That, that album, uh, See Where the Night Goes, is tremendous. Tremendous. Um, it's, that's my short list for album of the year so far, and even though that just came out at the beginning of the year. So there's a band out of Tupelo, Mississippi called Blacktop Ridge, and they've got like three or four songs. Um, Really good band. And then there's a band out of uh, Australia, I believe, called Blackwater Conspiracy. They've got a couple records. Um, Those are kind of my lesser known wild card bands to check out. I would recommend for everybody. I will check those guys out, but you are so good about finding these these guys. Put them on our Facebook page for other people can know about. That's how I learn majority of music I hear. I'll tell you what. Here's what I've been listening to. So I re I reread Andy Aldor and Alan Paul's book on Stevie Ray Vaughan again on vacation, and then you know they go through the part where David Bowie was so impressed with this plan, he asked Stevie to record with him. He recorded on his most famous best-selling album um um and so like on china girl and a couple of, like he did the solos and stuff on there so i i after i reread the book 
I put that that album on and listened and like, yep, there we go. There's like three three songs where Stevie Ray Vaughan played solos on on that on that uh, fame. I think it's not fame. Um, now my now my mind's going. Which album is that with David Bowie that has Modern Love, China Girl, you know, all that stuff on right. there? But let's dance, let's dance. There we go. There that song go. and he plays that solo on the end of that song. So really super cool. Um, yeah, man, just like I'm, I'm just jumping on all sorts of different music right now. I'm not really stuck in one facet. I'm just kind of I'm jumping around. I need to be better about that. Maybe I don't know. I mean, it just music to me there's no rules to to you know have to listen to this or have to listen to that another thing that i wanted to mention besides Campbell candlebox that band that you introduced to me that was uh, outside the ballpark is the dead deads you know right i probably would have never heard of them if it weren't for you and what a great band what a great God. band what a great know, band they, out of nashville Daisy. tennessee Daisy Dead's awesome to talk to. That uh, that song, First Tooth. If I'm ever in a bad mood, I listen to that song, and I'm not in a bad mood anymore because it's just so fun. It's very poppy alternative rock in an album that's full of a lot of rock alternative and metal music. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what? How I found about them is I'm a big Candlebox fan, and I saw mm-hmm. this band is opening for Candlebox, and I saw I started listening to some of their music. I'm like. They're pretty cool and they were promoting a new album and I reached out and that when you know we got Daisy on and she's one of our favorite people. She came back through our Halloween episode with our one of our other favorite people, Boone Froggett. And mm-hmm. I still love that album, man. I still love that album. Sea Beast is a killer song. First Tooth is a killer. That whole record is good. And I tried mm-hmm. to introduce them to as many people as possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, very, very cool. Very cool. Um, so what else? What's going? On? What else is going on? What are we thinking? What are we doing? <laughs> oh, man, that's that's really it. So um, let's tell everybody some of the guests I think we have lined up or, or hoping to have on the show that are coming yeah. up here this summer after our 100. So Dirty Honey, um, Dirty Honey, we're supposed to have those guys on sometime in July before they go out on this tour, Brian, and out your way. We're looking forward to, you already said Leilani Kilgore. We have her on. We're going to do that show with the State of America guys and Matt Wake. Um there is a cool band uh, that we're going to talk to, um, and I can't remember the name of them. Sorry, Susan Hamilton from your PR company, Nashville, but they're very much like a country, Grateful Dead-ish in Southern mm-hmm. Rock. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the name of that band, Brian? I am. I do not have my – I'm using my phone, so I can't look at my phone. <laughs> uh, I do not. Okay. But I could probably find it in my email. And we are working to get some more people on here, too. Brian has a huge list of people he's spoken to. We're supposed to do a repeat uh, across the pond with our friend Mike Ross, who's going to have a double album of mostly instrumental music coming out. You know, Mike's a guitar virtuoso. Have him on. I know Dave O'Grady from the great Seafoam Green also would like to come on some fine there. He's going in the recording studio and then recording new music. It'd be good to talk to Dave and see how he's doing. Um, I don't know. Penny Royal's Penny Royal's been waiting in the wings. I believe they're out of Arizona and they've done some studio work with Chris from Blackstone Cherry. Uh, so those guys have been kind of like waiting in the wings to come on. And, you know, I wanted to ask you, like, what direction do you think that we'll go? Or is it just unpredictable? I do know that I want to do or we want to do like start getting like more blues into the mix. We've done a lot of the younger Southern rock bands, which is cool. Um, I know I've spoken to some people, Jim O'Neill from the Living Blues magazine, uh, he will come on and that will be awesome to learn about that magazine and, you know, maybe we can get an What he thinks about the modern blues scene with a lot of the people mm-hmm. that we've spoken to. You know, we've got Walter Trout that's going to come on some right. point. Uh, Tab and Wah, you're trying to get on. You know, we've been going after like, like Samantha Fish. Um, we'll see. Like, I'm all for it. Like, dude, let's talk to whoever we can get because I, you know, I kind of like how we have it as like whoever we can get or whoever has to come on, we have on because we are trying to learn more about people that are out there that are great or help other people that we know are great get exposed to a wider audience. So I'm always up for anything and I always find something cool and enjoy whoever we end up talking to. Yeah. And you reminded me of Walter Trout uh, that I'm going to talk to him at the Fargo blues festival. I'll be cut. I'll be there and covering that. Um, 
I just uh, emailed the, the person that I got referenced to for press credentials at Firewater. So working on that. Yes. Um, trying to work on, like I mentioned earlier, talking to Jay Presents. So a lot of plans there. Uh, Eric Deaton is a North Mississippi Hill Country Blues player. Uh, he is game to come on. And also Jimmy Duck Holmes uh, that owns the Blues Front Cafe, very old uh, blues player. That's going to be like Mecca for us. And, and uh, attached to that, I, I don't know if it'd be at the same time, but uh, David and Ian from the state of America, uh, David's going to be taking Ian down the Mississippi Delta. So I said, that is going to be a, a must episode for us. Those guys yes. will be down there. We'll check in with them. Uh, they'll tell us about the juke joints and their little journey down there. So that'll be very cool. And so those guys got a couple more appearances to make here fairly soon. Those future. guys are killing it on their Patreon. Yeah. I love their Patreon. Yeah. They do these little short episodes, talk about different bands or some of the stuff they like. The last one is about Pink Floyd, which is really cool, really cool discussion. You haven't listened to it yet. Brian, listen to it. But they are doing a really good job with their Patreon. There's a ton of content. It's 10 bucks a month. If you guys are listening, if you love the Crows or just rock music, join their Patreon. Uh, you will not be disappointed. And they host live zoom calls with celebrity guests and uh, you know that you won't be disappointed the last one they had was uh lala slopeman who was chris robinson's first wife mm-hmm. of many wives <laughs> but you know she had a wife number one career. she's she's frank zappa's niece and you know mm-hmm. she was in like dream a little so interesting conversations uh of people to have on there and you know we'll throw it over to our boys out there at state of america um for the rest of you guys i Hey, you know this, Brian, because I already told you, but we're mm-hmm. going to have some shirts made. I had some prototypes. I really liked them of our logo on a white T-shirt. I have a black one and a white one. Black one, it gets washed out. But the white one, um, we're going to give them to some of our guests. Brian, you're going to spot them. And, and then if you know, if they take off, we may have a little bit of a merch shop where some of our listeners and stuff, if they want to get in on the action, we can get them a shirt. And we've discussed that. We've discussed some LLC things. Um, you know, I got to give a big thanks out to you because, you know, I don't think I would have gone to uh, and Pod and you got a table and I'm like, all right, we're in. I'm in. We're in. We're both in. So that's very cool. And then, uh, you know, I got to try to get a banner like we had for that for the Fargo Blues Fest and some stickers well, and I'll cards. Mail, and I'll mail you ours. Made. I'll, ma- I'll just mail you the one that we use. Okay, that'd be cool. I still have the packaging stuff I'll mail it to you. I mean, that's cool. Next time I expect to use is that Rock and Pod next April. So okay. if you need it, I'll just mail it to you. Right, that'd be cool. Don't that'd make great. one. Don't make great. one. Let's, I paid like thirty bucks. Let's get all the thirty oh, that's bucks all? out of it. Wow, <laughs> thirty forty bucks. Yeah, it wasn't very expensive. The stickers I had made for Rock and Pod were more expensive than the banner was. Go figure. <laughs> Yeah, no, that'd be cool, man. Getting some merch, that would be very, very, very cool. Um, thank you for doing the T-shirts. I've been trying to get around to to taking a second, second stab at that. Uh, nah, it's it's too got- it's too easy to forget to like not the the kind of iron-on ones that I had made. It's like yeah, I for, it's easy to forget. Like, don't wash these in hot water and hang dry them. It's like oh shit, <laughs> well, all screwed up sticker i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a um a shout out to they, they don't sponsor us for paying money in fact i give them money sticker mule that's who i had the banner made through our stickers made through and now this run of shirts they're great and it's really not that expensive the more you buy it at a size the cheaper they they get so you know you could be looking at 15 bucks for a t-shirt and to be honest with you from the labor and everything else and a good quality shirt like it's not even worth you going through the trouble of trying to make i'll just get it from them um, and it's oh, good advertisement, right, yeah. Brian? We get some some of our guests, and they wear them on stage or in pictures. Good advertisement, and that's why, I, like, I'm really uh, pursuing uh, Britt and Charlie from Blackberry Smoke when they play up here to try to get a word in with them. Maybe I can get Paul Jackson, like Darren or yes. Darren Flower got. That'd be cool, right? Maybe like someone else in the band, Paul. Maybe uh, um, well, Jay Scott just had him on the Hook Rocks again. The Hook Rocks, great, on, great podcast. He had Paul Jackson yeah. on too. He did. Oh, wow. Cool. Just la- a couple days ago. Three times a charm. I'll get a hold. I'll try yeah. to. I don't know. Paul's get a hold of Jay and figure or... out how we get Paul. He does have Instagram, but I. he's not as responsive as Britt and Charlie are. Okay. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, just like, I want to like get in touch with, you know, like I keep mentioning, you know, Jade presents and the Fargo brewing company and the Fargo blues fest and, you know, uh, get a hold of these people. And I just want our name out there more than it already is. Uh, I'm looking at uh, waiting in the wings and guests that we've tried to get, or well, for sure, Jeff Boland out of, for analog pedals out of Kentucky. That'll be a, a huge gearhead uh, episode. Of course, he's made pedals for Boone and for Greg Martin and Chris and, uh, and Steve from Blackstone Cherry. Uh, you mentioned Ace Von Johnson. There's a great band out of New York City called Rat Rod that the singer sounds yeah. a lot. They're just like a uh, Bon Scott era ACDC. Yeah. Um, of course, Stone Harvest is going to come on, our buddy Matt. Uh, I was put in touch at one point with the Kentucky Headhunter sound guy. You know, we've got uh, Lissa, our friend Lissa, that's going to come on and do her own episode at some point. North Dakota Roundtable, Ohio Roundtable, uh, Prowess, the band Prowess, um, another band from Kentucky, Kiss Kiss Bang, uh, Cliff Witherspoon, who's a record producer, and Jeff Tomei, who's a record producer. Uh, Jeff Tomei works at Cock of the Walk Studio. That's, of course, uh, Jesse Dupree from Jackal's Studio, mm -hmm. who Matt and Levi from Stone Harvest, they worked with those guys on some songs. That's incredible. They got to work with, with Jesse. That is. And yeah, sure. and Jesse too as well. I think at some point a long time ago, like I sent him a message, but I'll have to up that ante. He's got to be a good guy to talk to. You no, know, listen, these established guys, they got a million people coming out. I mean, you just got to, you just got to keep doing it. And eventually, you know, you'll get to them. It's just how it is. I, I've learned that from this, from trying to book guests. You just got to, you got to keep after some mm -hmm. of those guys because they have a lot of people coming at them. Right, right. Well, man, you know, I think we've almost filled this hour um, and might be time to wrap this up before running out of stuff to talk about. Our memory seems to come back. Your phone's standing up. So, um, <laughs> my phone's standing up, though my AirPods are getting ready to lose their charge okay. because they're over timing, huh? Perfect timing. So, what, what, should we, what should we play out with? What should we play out with? I don't know, man. Uh, you got a request. I mean, I was thinking about Hollywood in Kentucky, which is Blackstone Cherry song, but. Let's do two. You pick one and I pick one. Okay, I'll do that. What are you, you going to go Hollywood, with? Hollywood? Hollywood in Kentucky by Blackstone Cherry. And let's do three chords by Goodbye June. Right on. Sounds good, man. All right, man. Thanks, everybody, for supporting us. Uh, our 100th episode with Joe Winters is coming up a week after you hear this. So. Uh, thank you for everything, and always remember, Southern Rock is reverent and blues is blood. We'll see you next time. A little bit of rain wouldn't make the news. You'd mix champagne with Mountain Dew. Somebody's gonna lose Indian food would be cornbread and butter You get your ass kicked if you talked about my mother You open up the trunk door taking out your lover She'd not be your cousin but she wouldn't be your brother Come on y'all We all have to lighten up Every pair of boots would be a little muddy Your ass would get a job if you ran out of money The only stuff Down on Santa Monica Boulevard Every front porch would have moonshine and picking KFC would still be Kentucky Fried Chicken A trailer on the lake would be waterfront living The Kardashians wouldn't be allowed in it Come on, y'all Get a job if you're ready.
girls to be safe. He traveled the country playing on the church stage. They passed the hat, that was all he was paid. He was a dying breed long before his day. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 